0: The sharks are now at nine nine straight losses as they lose five to three to the Red Wings thanks to terrible special teams. But Henry run looked good, uh, so we'll dig into that game. What the numbers said, and check in at the Sharks prospects at World Juniors. So all that and more on today's episode. You're locked on Sharks, your daily podcast on the San Jose Sharks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome to Locked On Sharks, the premier hockey podcast covering your favorite team and the area. My name is JD Young, contributor at San Jose Hockey Now. And I want to thank you for making Lockdown Sharks your first listen. Probably a part of the Lockdown Network. We cover your team every day. Win or lose 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 or lose. Um nine straight losses for the sharks. So if you want to be an everyday and you have to be a special breed of person to continually come back, and I thank you guys for coming back day in and day out. So if you want to be in every day, all you have to do is just follow wherever you get podcasts or you can watch on YouTube as well. Nine nine straight. Second time this season. We haven't even made it to the halfway point and the Sharks have already had nine, multiple nine game losing streaks with a chance of being multiple uh, double digit losing streaks as the Sharks uh, Thursday play the red hot Winnipeg Jets. But tonight's game, uh, so yeah, we'll discuss how these special teams let down the sharks. Henry Thrun's continuing evolution um, and why he is looking like he has kind of flipped that switch and figured things out. Um, look at the numbers and then we'll check in with the sharks at the world junior. So before we get into all that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you guys by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Nine straight. That's a lot. Um, We are going through it, kids. Uh, We are going through it right now. So, yeah, um, five to three loss. Um, You got to see a little bit of offensive life, right? And the Sharks, um, especially in the first period, like they had more shot attempts at 5v5 with 30 uh, than they did the entire Avs game um, at 5v. So I think they had 28 in that game. We saw and the choice defense has been Swiss cheese lately, right, and they have given up a ton of goals um and the sharks they they were providing a lot of offense um but it's it's very much you know the kid the the little kid of the damn right you plug one hole and then another hole breaks, and that was this the hole that broke tonight was the penalty kill um and giving up two power play goals um tonight. Really, in a game that you lose 5-3 to three, uh, with one of those goals being an empty netter, you can point to it right there. That That's what cost the Sharks. And it was, you know, uh, Zettelin not kind of – I just talked about yesterday how Zettelin needs to play more on the penalty kill. Again, embracing the chaos, right? You're going to have some of these guys make mistakes as they learn new roles, um, and Zetlin, you know, miss a cross ice path and or pass that uh, right through, you know, just dangerous pass. Perron, all by himself, slams at home, and poor, um, you know, Kapokak and then didn't have much of a chance on that one. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, giving up two penalty kill, two power play goals, have you know your penalty kill, which has been kind of yeah, looking a little bit better recently, but yeah, tonight that was, uh, that that's the story of the game is, and then the Sharks who struggle to earn power play opportunities because they don't generate enough offensive, uh, you know, sustained offensive momentum you get to when you're not able to convert on any of them. And I know we're kind of, we've seen David Quinn playing with the power play, you know, with, with Eklund now on power play two, Um, you know, kind of trying to shuffle to find some more offensive, you know, trying to find a spark there and the power play is just not getting it done right now. And it's, you know, gone one for, I think 13, if, if something like that, it's, It has struggled, uh, especially coming out of the Christmas break where it's just has not been able to see the same success that we saw kind of in the end of November, beginning December. And you're going to have ebbs and flows uh, with it. And this is just a another valley. So for this power play where we'll see what what buttons David Quinn continues to push here uh, to try to get the power play going. But, you know, we don't want to be all negative, right? Uh, losing nine straight here um putting ourselves in a better position to finish the job uh and get that first overall pick um but some guys played really well tonight we continue to see Ty Emerson and Henry Thrun uh, playing well you know despite everything that's going on and I really want to talk about Henry Thrun tonight who I thought had a great night as well um you, saw, you continue to see the growth um, and the confidence. I think that's coming with him playing well, right? Being more active in the offensive zone. Um, had some golden opportunities uh, right down the middle. Just beautiful passes. Uh, and where he realized, got to go. Go to the net right now and take a shot. And he almost buried one. He almost buried two tonight, to be honest. Uh, I was really hoping. I tweeted out earlier in the day, Henry Thrun plus 1,200 goal. I felt really good about it, so um, I wouldn't. Ex- I would be su- would not be surprised if Henry Thrun gets his first one here really soon because of the way he's playing right now. Um, but also in his own zone, there was one play in particular, right? And if you're following me on Twitter, you probably know the play I'm talking about, where uh, Thrun is dealing with Patrick Kane, who's one of the best players of this generation. Yes, it's not the same Patrick Kane, um, you know, from a couple years ago, but Patrick Kane's still really good. One-on-one, um, left all alone, Kane streaking down the sideline, and Thrun bodies him, just stops him in his tracks. Kane kind of bounces off, him, and then uh, Thrun able to uh, collect the puck. And I know a goal kind of eventually came off that play, but I was impressed with just the, like, one-on-one right there to make a play. And again, against one of this generation's best, uh, hockey players, um, just you're, you're seeing the confidence from Henry Thrun, uh, continue to build. And that's, that's again, if we're going to lose a bunch of games, we might as well try to get some positive out of positive things out of it tonight. And, uh, you know, day in and day out and Henry Thrun, Henry Thrun's continued evolution and kind of continuing to see him grow. Um, that's what you, that's that's what we want to see, right? Um, Mario Ferraro, I thought, played pretty well tonight as well. You continue to see kind of that offensive uh game out of Ferraro. Um, and like I said, Ty Emberson, you know, continues, especially coming back from an injury. Uh, we don't know what it was, but you know, lower body injury. I think he had a pulled muscle. If uh, you know, from, from word on the street is he had a pulled muscle. Um he, you know, he's kind of hit the ground running again. So, um with Hochuk being benched, you know, or, or press box right now, Vlasic, who's press box and is probably not going to see the ice unless absolute dire situation. Um it'll be interesting to see if if David Quinn continues to roll with this defense, which again, I will get to the numbers here in a little bit. I, the Sharks defense has played well. The past couple of games at limiting limiting high out you know high chance opportunities and kind of limiting the other team at those um, great great golden opportunities and tonight there was someone some that you definitely want back um, you know the the game winning goal where it Kyle Burroughs just you know that's just been this team's luck right where the puck just bounces off his skate and goes in right and Capo Kakinen that second goal, or was it the first or second, um, where he just just doesn't play it well and kind of gets handcuffed. And, you know, I'm not going to give Kapokakan a lot of grief for it because the way he's played this season, he's kind of earned the benefit of the doubt. Um, yes, he knows that's one that he definitely wants back. But we've seen Kapokakan make amazing saves all season long, and you wonder, just... You know, he has gotten a lot of run here. Uh, you wonder if maybe he's getting a little worn out and hopefully Mackenzie Blackwood can kind of, you know, step up here. You know, I know he's been dealing with with uh, a sickness now and um, sounds like he's on the mend. Hopefully he should, he's been the backup the past couple of games. So would not be surprised to see uh, Mackenzie Blackwood on Thursday against the Jets. I think Capo Cacken probably needs a couple of days off here um, and maybe get Blackwood a couple, you know, a run here to, to try to kind of even things out, right? Remember, at the beginning of the season, uh, Blackwood was really kind of carrying the load. Then it got more 50 50. Now Capo is kind of carrying the load, and you're seeing it starting to wear and tear. That's why, unless you're like an absolute stud goalie, you can play, you know, like the guys just don't play, you know, 50, 60 games unless you're an absolute just workhorse. And no offense to Mackenzie Blackwood or Capo they're not those guys, right? You need to see more of a balance, and I think Kapokak, and it might be getting a little worn down right now, especially with how much he's had to handle. So, um, yeah, let's dig into the numbers, and then, of course, we'll check in with the Sharks at World Juniors here in just one second. The NFL season is finishing up, but that doesn't mean you can't still get into the action With FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $150 uh, in bonus bets, win or lose. So maybe you like my Dolphins to clinch the AFC East on Sunday night. Uh, Maybe, you know, you think uh, the Dallas Cowboys are going to win and clinch the, the NFC East. Whatever football, you know, $5 down. You'll get 150 bucks and bonus bets when I lose. The app is super easy to use, and there's so many ways that you can use it for things like live same game parlays, which are really fun. So if you think like a guy's gonna go off and with like a team win, I like kind of marrying those of, Okay, this guy does well. And I think this is going to happen type of situations. You can find bets in the new explore tab, make a parlay in the parlay hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit fandle.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. Fandle, official partner of the NFL. All right, uh, let's dig into the numbers of this game. And again, as potent as the Detroit Red Wings offense has been, right, they have been one of the best offenses um, this season. They've struggled to stop people from scoring goals, but they have been able to put the puck in the back of the net. Um, 46-18 time on ice at 5v5. Shot attempts 55-43 in favor of the Sharks. 24-24 to actual shots on goal scoring chances. 23-12. to in favor of the Sharks at five v five, the Sharks controlled play uh, at five v five in this game um, for a good chunk of the game. Red Wings definitely kind of pushed, after, especially after their um, power play goal or their power play in the second period. They really kind of pushed after that, but then the Sharks responded, and it was pretty much a kind of a back and forth affair for the rest of the game. A lot of a lot of power play time at, in the third period, but. Um, scoring chances for 33 to 12 in favor of the Sharks, high danger chances, eight to five in favor of the Sharks expected goals for 1.75 to 1.42 in favor of the Sharks. The Sharks had three, three even strength goals. The Red Wings had one. Ugh. <laughs> so Red Wings, yeah, two power play goals and that, yeah, just brutal tonight. Uh, Special teams, special teams. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's like you wanted to see some sort of offense, especially after the offense kind of being in the tank for the last couple weeks here, especially coming out of the Christmas break. And as we get ready to hit the midway point, you know, we've seen this team kind of really fluctuate with the start of the season where they were one of the worst things ever put on paper. Started to kind of climb out of that. You got the, the East Coast trip where they got a lot more better luck. And then things are now kind of regressing back to the worst thing ever put on paper um, status again. So um, as for the forward lines, mm-hmm. so tonight uh, we had Zettel and Granlin-Hoffman, who played pretty well. Uh, Eklund, Hurdle, Duclair. Um, we had Bear, Banoff, Sunika, Cunning, and then Zedina, Carpenter, and Bailey um playing tonight. So uh Zettel and Granlin Hoffman play 1209, 15 to 10 shot attempts, 10 to 5 actual shots. Uh did have a goal for expected goals for is 0.68 to 0.12. So um been producing offense. Hoffman really was was shooting a lot tonight, and he probably deserved a goal with the way he was playing. Um so hey, you know, it's been that line has been the Zetterling Grandland Duclair line. I wonder if Hoffman, you know, trying to kind of give Hoffman a little bit of a, a boost here to see how he, he does on that line. So, um, 677 seven for the zone starts for them. Equin Hurdle Duclair played 10 12 to 16 shot attempts, 4 to 10 actual shots, 0.22 to 0.07 expected goals for. So, even though they were outshot, they were. Very good at kind of, again, keeping things on the outside. Um, Nine scoring chances is zero for them, two to zero high danger chances. So that line had a weird night because at the beginning, in the first period, that line was dominating because I usually check, um, you know, I usually check between periods to see how the lines are doing. That line was dominating. The second period, they kind of got caved in. um, And the third period, it really kind of evened out. So um, I know Equin was really. Distraught after after the uh um the high stick penalty that was 1000 percent not a high stick. Um he is following through. Um that should not have been a penalty. I know he was not happy with that. Um and you know, I know equin right now he's probably you know, he hasn't scored in a while. The teams lose. You can kind of see what equin's Eklund's scoring streak when this, you know, or the last time equin scored to win the Sharks last one a game, it's about the same right now. So uh, I'm sure he's probably feeling the weight of the world right now. So w- with just how the team's playing and, you know, he's probably not feeling like he's not playing up to expectation right now. So, um, but still that line, I think is played pretty well. And yeah, so I I'd like to see them can. Continue to, to play well. Eklund and Hurdle have played really well together this season, so don't do anything rash here and split those guys up right now. Um, Barabanov, Sunika, Cunningham played 622. Three to five shot attempts, uh, one to two actual shots on goal. Did have a goal. Barabanov needed that goal like... A fish needs water. Um, you could tell tonight. Saw a little bit more of the the sparks of creativity that we haven't seen out of ban um, uh, much this year. So, um, good to see him. Maybe this will kind of be that stepping, you know, that kind of okay. Um, congrats too on his hundredth career point. So, um. Hopefully, yeah, Barabanoff. This is like that—that that fresher breath. There, he can kind of get going here. Uh, Zadina Carpenter Bailey had themselves a game. Played 528, 13 shot attempts, gave up two actual shots. Was five to one. Had a goal. Uh, Zadina probably got had two others. That's been the story of Zadina's career. is they probably could have had um, goals from him. So keep that line together. Um, to be honest, just keep the this line. I know, I know they lost against tonight. But I'd like to see these these four lines just roll back out on Thursday against the Jets and see if they can kind of continue to uh, build some chemistry here. So um, as for the defense, so um, Kyle Burroughs led the team in 5v5 Corsi 4 at 62.96 with 17 to 10 shot attempts. Um, Jan Ruda. 21 to 14 shot attempts at 60%. Henry Thrun, 19 to 13 shot attempts at 59.38. Corsi, four. Addison, who I think had a really up and down game tonight, 12 to 11 shot attempts, 52.17. Uh, Ty Emerson, 21 to 20 shot attempts, 51.22. And then Mario Ferraro, um, 20 to 21 shot attempts at 48.78. So, um, yeah. That's where those guys did. As for our good friend Cap O all situations, um, 26 saves on 30 shots, four goals against 1.7 expected goals against. So not his best night uh in that department. Um three high danger saves on three high danger shots. So as we've seen, this team has gotten much better at limiting the high danger chances, um, and been able to push it out right. Beginning the season, like we saw nights where you know, like 10, 15 high danger chances. We've seen that number kind of go down as, as I think the defense is starting to figure things out here. Five to seven for the saves on mid-danger shots and then 16 of 18 low danger. So not Capo Kakkanen's best night, but again, I'm going to give him a pass for the way he has carried this team recently and what he's been through. Um, yeah, you you don't pin this on Capo Kakkanen's night. Uh, he's... He's done a lot for the Sharks. So, um, so yeah, that's going to put a bow on this game. We'll now check in on uh, the Sharks of the World Juniors as we are getting into the quarterfinals time. Um, and looks like the Sharks are going, no matter what, the Sharks are going to have somebody playing for the gold uh, medal. So we'll dig into all that here in just one second. If you are looking for tickets for sports maybe you want to go see a warriors game uh go see a sharks game go see catch a niners playoff game music comedy theater events near you game time has got you covered because they have killer last minute deals own prices views from the seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets if you've listened to lockdown sharks you know how much i like game time just because you get to see your seats there's nothing worse than buying tickets you get in there and you realize you have terrible seats Um, They have views from every seat. So you know exactly what your view is going to look like. Actually, the only thing worse than buying tickets and getting a bad seat is going to buy tickets and they slam a bunch of fees on top of you. Game time does not do that. They have all in pricing showing your total upfront. So you know exactly what you're paying for when you go to check out. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account use code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code locked on L O C K E D O N for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, scare run deed. All right, so let's check in with the world juniors fun day of world juniors today. Um, so quick overview. Slovakia lost to Finland in the uh in overtime so uh, Finland's moving on big upset as uh Czechia beat Canada 3 to 2 uh Canada who was you know one of the three favorites with uh Sweden and USA knocked out um this tournament so usa rolls over latvia seven to two then sweden in overtime over uh switzerland that game was an amazing game uh enjoyed watching that game at work um definitely skimmed out on skipped out on responsibilities so uh let's check in with the sharks prospects uh today we'll start with the uh um the finish game because that was the first game played um in order so um Altonen only played 12 21 today, which is a little bit low from what he's been kind of playing uh, so far the, in this tournament. Um, he had five shot attempts today, but did not get any points. So, um, but continues to move on. Casper Halton, who has had a very strong tournament so far. Um, our good friend, uh, Halfwell Hockey, aka Keegan, has been really high on Casper on Halton alternance tournament and things. he's been one of the best sharks is not the best shark um i know he's talking about that on his podcast here uh recently so um good to see you know again we've seen it's can you can you earn the trust now when you go back to to london and start getting that 5v5 time you know um earning that opportunity with london when you get back so um so he continues um they will be playing team usa on uh the fifth the no, fourth excuse me sorry on the fourth so that's thursday um morning i think it's like 10 30 a.m all right so not too too bad thursday morning um that's still really early though <laughs> i'll be glad when it's back in ottawa next year so we can get like normal times again it's such an American thing to say i apologize so um We'll go over to Team USA since we just talked about them. So Will Smith, I think, had his best game of the tournament. Uh, him and the the BC line, this I think, definitely their best game of the tournament. Uh, Smith with a goal and an assist tonight uh, in today's game. Um, had two shots on goal plus three. If you're in a plus minus, 14, 18 time on ice. Again, these guys aren't like getting the most time on ice, you know, com- especially com- kind of compared to their you know, the top lines. Um, but USA was able to kind of roll the lines a little bit more today, especially when you're playing winning seven to two, but Will Smith, that line was there. I think easily their best game of the tournament. And that's, you hope that kind of continues to build going forward. Uh, especially playing Finland, uh, Eric Polkamp. I seen his ice time kind of decrease. Uh, he had two, he had a penalty today. Um, two shots on goal, only played like three fifty eight. was still plus one. Um, again, Plus minus whatever, but um, so you know, you kind of see them kind of getting back, relegated back to that seventh defenseman, um, especially as I know the USA has been kind of dealing with the flu as well. So, um, as for our boy Jake Furlong with Team Canada, Canada getting uh, knocked out today. Furlong did have a big goal to tie things up um, in the second period. They were down to nothing, Canada comes roaring back. Uh but unfortunately they give up a goal with 11 seconds left. Um you know, and I think Furlong really kind of saw gaining a little bit more confidence as the tournament went on. Um did have, like I said, had a goal, um, two shots on goal, say 20 34 time on ice. So it was, you know, definitely playing a lot of big minutes uh, for Furlong. So he'll be heading back to the queue, uh, going to go play with Halifax here. Um, so, I assume he'll probably get a little bit of rest before he gets back into it so but yeah hopefully this continues to propel him and but i think i think he's going to be playing in san jose or at least uh in, in wichita next year i've been really high on on Furlong, i'm excited to see him getting back uh to uh to halifax here so and then we have uh team sweden who had to uh sweat out they much like uh Czechia today. Um, had a 2-0 lead, gave it up to the Swiss, and then uh, but they came back and won it in overtime. Uh, an amazing game. The refs were off the rails at the end of that game. Um, giving Bista drew a if you're watching the game, if you didn't, Bista drew a slashing penalty. Well, it was originally called a slashing penalty. Uh the opposing player like kind of like poked him with a stick. And they they called it a spear, and then they knocked it down to a slash. It was nine. It was like what you would do to like get your friend's attention from like across the room or something. Like if you had a stick, that's that was basically it. It was this was after there was like a bunch of no calls where guys were just getting dragged down. It was an absolute uh, just crazy ending. But uh, my favorite, my favorite defensive defensive prospect, uh, Axel Sandin Pelica. If you were with. Watching along in the draft last year, um, our draft coverage, but he's my favorite dra- defenseman in last year's draft. Uh, he won it for Team Sweden. But uh Matias Havled um, had a primary assist on the first goal, uh, shot from the point that Otto Stenberg tipped. Um, you know, Havled, I think's had himself a really, really fine tournament. Uh five shots on goal, 1749 time on ice b today was a little bit quieter, I think, than kind of some of the other games. But that's okay. Again, you know, um, two shots on goal, 16-12 time on ice, um, you know, especially at the end of the game when, you know, I mean, b did draw that. But in overtime, you know, a three-on-three overtime, they were kind of relying on the big guys, you Noah know, Uslin Ushlin and Likir Maki and some of those other guys to kind of carry the load and b said, you know. Understand you're you're gonna you're gonna play with your big guys there so um but we got so in the quarterfinals here you're gonna have uh team Sweden versus Czechia so chance for Sweden to kind of move on to, to the finals here uh, it's gonna be a great game um and then USA versus Finland so we have Smith and Polkamp versus Halton. Uh, um so both you know like I said we're going to see um then. The losers of those will play for the third place on the fifth. um, And then the winners will play also on the fifth as well. So I think it's six and uh, 1030 Pacific time on uh, Friday, the fifth. So um, we will see, we have plenty of sharks prospects here coming up still. So there it's, you know, fun times here. So, that's gonna be it for me today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, I've been breaking down some of the uh, some of the footage, so we'll, we'll have another prospect reef check in tomorrow. Uh, we'll do definitely gonna be doing um, our good friend Luca Cagnoni. Probably do Quentin Musty, and then probably Shakir Mukumadulun. I know he's you know not in the kind of the same boat as the other guys, but I really want to talk about Shakir Mukumadulun some more because uh, he's been one of my favorite guys to watch this year. So. Uh, ch- Make sure you guys are following along for that, so you guys can follow wherever you get uh, podcasts. Watch on YouTube as well. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Locked On Sharks. You can follow me on Twitter at my fryhole. Until tomorrow, bye, friends.